I'm Angie. I'm Ellie. And this, this is We Advocate Steamy Books, a podcast about reading romance and romancing readers. Hello, Angie. Hi, Ellie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> what do you advocate this week? What do I advocate this week? Oh, God. I advocate crocheting socks. Okay. I have been working on one sock <laughs> mm-hmm. for about three weeks now. And I'm finally getting to a point where I can try it on and it just the toe is not there, but it's it's really fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, crocheting socks. That is fun. <laughs> um, I advocate just... I've had a week, y'all. You have had a week. I've had a week. Mm-hmm. I suffer from migraines and I usually get one or two a year um but since August I've gotten five or six so I've had and the last one I had lasted like at least two days which Mm -hmm. was really gross Mm -hmm. and I don't like it but you know what I'm this much closer to figuring out how to make it better and I'm figuring Mm -hmm. out my body figuring out the triggers Mm -hmm. and you know what? We're just we're keep on going. And my yeah. co-star today <laughs> said, "There's always tomorrow," and that was like really helpful to me. I felt like I well, I literally did due to like a drug-induced haze um, that I was put in for my migraine. I literally felt like I lost like time. Yeah, and I was just like, "That's a big emotional trigger for me." Like mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm running out of time. Like I feel like yeah, I, I feel already feel because of my anxiety. I feel like I don't have enough time mm-hmm. to do everything I want to do on earth. Yeah. So if I lose time, I'm automatically like, oh, I'm so triggered. Oh, God, yeah. It's like a circular thing. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm stressed, so I get migraines, and then migraines make me stressed. <laughs> it's a circular, circular thing. But you know what? I'm learning my body, mm-hmm. and I think, honestly, as much as I don't like them, I think migraines remind me to slow down. Mm-hmm. They remind me to understand, like, what... I want in my life and mm-hmm. what I want my days to look like and mm-hmm. so there is good that's how I look at life and how I get through it it's like I do believe that there's good in everything but some yeah. days it sucks yeah. but you know what <laughs> advocate learning your body absolutely advocate taking care of your body yes and listening to it so mm-hmm. that's my <laughs> woo, that's my adv- advocation for perfect today but um what book we're doing today you're all wondering if you didn't read the last half of our title (laughs) we are doing spoiler alert by olivia dade which i'm very excited also we did announce it in the last episode yeah if you listen all the way to the end yeah besties (laughs) besties so i mean let's get into it let's get into it um so first off the cover what do you think I think this cover's really cute, and I like that she's plus size. Yeah, it's right and on the cover. It's right on the cover, and it's not like, sh- like she has a belly. She has like yes. a little belly, and she has a big butt. She got which, booty. I mean. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I really like it. I think it's good. Yes. Yeah. That dress is incredible. Oh, yeah. And I like that he is in his character's yes. costume. Yeah. So. Also, I got a thing for gloves. You do? Gloves and masks. Oh, oh you God. do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're the fan of the opera for you. I know. You're like, that, oh, no, listen. Oh, God. <laughs> listen. One story about me. I used to watch the Phantom of the Opera with my grandmother. It's still, like, my favorite musical. Yes. And I've just listened to it, and it makes me feel all the feelings, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I love Phantom of the Opera. Maybe we should read that book. If we do a classics Ooh, month, we'll yeah. read Phantom of the Opera. Absolutely. Um, so let's go into the acknowledgements. So the acknowledgements was so good. Do you remember them, Angie? I'll read them to you. I don't remember the acknowledgements, Um, to everyone who's ever doubted as I did, someone who looks like you can be desired, someone who looks like you can be loved, and someone who looks like you can have a happy ending. I swear it. Oh. That's so good. God. And that is repeated. Yes, Olivia. (laughs) That is repeated in, um, the last half of the book, but, uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. I'm so mad at myself that I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I loved this book for, like, a reason, but yeah. I really oh, advocate it. But. It's so good. So, in chapter one, we meet Marcus Castor Rupp. Yeah. He is an actor. An actor. In all areas of his life. Mm-hmm. So, when we meet him, he is filming his last scene ever for a show called Gods of the Gates. Mm-hmm. And... As he's doing this really just dramatic, emotional scene in the mud, Mm -hmm. he thinks 
the fandom, the faithful fandom, mm-hmm. is going to hate this fucking ending. Yeah. And why does he know that? Why does this man know that? Because our our hero, Marky Mark, <coughs> he writes AO3 fanfics <laughs> as Book Anias would never. I pronounce it as Anias. Anias. I did as well, yeah. Okay, cool. So, no fact checking. <laughs> <laughs> so... He writes them as Book Anias would never, and he just basically rewrites everything he thinks his character should actually do. He thinks the frontrunners of the show have, like, royally botched the ending, mm-hmm. which sounds maybe like another famous show. I'm not Ooh, sure. I can't put my finger it on it. It sounds like, kind of like, um, I don't know, like, no. something. Something. Something familiar. Something. Oh, well. We'll think of it later. <laughs> So Marcus, you know, takes his character into his own hands, and we know that, like, he is a passionate, smart person mm-hmm. in his head, but in front of other people, like reporters, the showrunners, mm-hmm. maybe even some of his own cast members, mm-hmm. he's so, I don't want to say, like, dumb, because I don't think he plays, well, I guess he does. He does play dumb. He plays he's, dumb. He's, like, arrogant. He, like, plays yeah. like he's, he's very a, surf shallow. He's That's the yeah. word I'm looking for. He play. what yeah. did you say? I called him a bitch. <laughs> You're like, I'm like, he's shout, he's the, he's a bitch. I called him straight up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So in chapter two, we meet April and she is working her little girl boss booty off by collecting and analyzing dirt for harmful attributes in areas that they want to build buildings or parking Mm -hmm. lots. I was like, oh my gosh, what a girl boss. Yes. What an amazing person. She loves rocks. I love rocks. (laughs) As I took off my rock bracelets yeah. and put them on the windowsill. <laughs> but she is leaving this job for a more welcoming workplace. She won't be as hands-on in the field, but mm-hmm. she felt like she could never really be herself at mm-hmm. this job. Yeah. She felt like she always had to put on a show. That's mm-hmm. a really big thing for, like, the theme of this novel is, like, not really being your true self. Yes. Like, putting on a show for, mm-hmm. like, what what you think people want from you. Absolutely. So she is unapologetic. Lavania Stan? Did you pronounce it as Lavania? L-A-V-I-N-I-A. Lavinia? Lavinia? I said Lavinia, I believe. Okay. We'll just say Lavinia. Okay. So unapologetic Lavinia Stan, and she's a cosplayer extraordinaire, Mm -hmm. but she's never ever showed her face in any of the pictures. Um, So she and Bookanias would never, (laughs) who we know is like Mark whatever, yeah. Marcus, they are very, very close. They mm-hmm. talk on the server all the time. Mm-hmm. They share fix with each other. They, like, Ugh. edit each other. It's very cute. So she was afraid of what people would say about her body mm-hmm. because of her um, costume. So she mm-hmm. never showed her face. But Con of the Gates is coming up, which is, like, this really big just event to just celebrate the fandom for um, Gods of the Gates. Yeah. And you know what? She's like, fuck it. I'm leaving my job. I made this bitch-ass costume. Oh, fucking yeah. So she posts this picture of herself showing her face, and it's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So it goes gorgeous. viral. Yeah. And of course, there are some really mean comments, but there are a lot of encouraging mm-hmm. ones, too. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys actually tags Marcus, Marcus's profile in it, and is like, would you ever date someone who looked like this? I'm not going to say what he actually said, because it was really mean. Yeah. And Marcus is like, absolutely I would. And he, mm-hmm. like, directly messages her on Twitter, and is like, will you go on a date with me, yeah. April? Yeah. Or whatever her Twitter name is, I don't yeah. remember. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So in chapter three, we learn that Mark's online persona is actually against his contract. So they aren't allowed to say how unhappy they are about the show. Mm-hmm. So he gets online and he sees like these terrible comments on April's pics. And so he's like, let's get dinner. Mm-hmm. And April is astounded. But I thought this part was funny. She actually thinks the actor himself is boring. Like she doesn't actually want to really go on a date with him. Yeah, because that's what he's portrayed. To the he's media. so boring. And she's like, I don't want anyone shallow. Like she knows that. She's mm-hmm. like, I actually would rather go out with the guy who plays Cupid. Yeah. But, you know, she messages him anyway. And at the mm-hmm. same time, she is messaging Bond, which is what they call Book and Ice Whenever. Mm-hmm. And so it's this cute scene where, like, they're both texting each other as they're different, but they're also texting the same person. Yeah. So that's really, really cute. And so she makes a list um, of living her true life, 
you know, she's like, I want to start living authentically. Mm-hmm. How do I start living my true life? And she's, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on this date with him. Put mm-hmm. myself in the limelight. I'll put myself there. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. So we love that. And she goes for it. So in chapter four, April's mom calls Joanne. Oh, Joanne. We got, we have feelings about Joanne here on the pod. A lot of feelings about Joanne. On the pod. And while her mom thinks she's doing good, like, when I say, when I say that, I guess I mean, while her mom thinks what she's saying is helping April, it's not. Mm -hmm. Her comments about April's weight actually really, really hurt April. Yeah. Like, they can never have a conversation without her mom bringing something up about April's weight, which it's not that hard to do to have a conversation and not talk about anyone's body the way it looks. Anyone's, honestly, and we've said this before, Mm -hmm. um, someone's body is honestly, like, the most uninteresting thing about someone. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, it's like the... In my mind, the most interesting about them is their personality. Yeah. I'm also demisexual, though. Yeah, but I mean, like... (laughs) It, it's just why, I don't know. It's like why I always talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, her mom has stuff to work on, and we learn about that mm-hmm. later on in the novel. So when she's getting ready for her date with Marcus, she talks about how one of her best attributes are her titties. Hell yeah. Okay. They're yeah. great. And this actually made me, like, really, really laugh. Okay. So apparently, she went on a date with a seal. And he was, like, very, a Navy SEAL, not a SEAL. Mm-hmm. A SEAL. Or, or. <laughs> a Navy SEAL. And he could not stop staring at her boobs. Yeah. And she says, apparently, however, SEALs didn't prepare for advanced mammary warfare tactics back in the early 2000s. <laughs> and neither did present-day internet security experts. So he cannot, he, he she bends down, he spills. Yeah. Spills his drink. But yeah. that. He creams his jeans. Yeah, 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 he creams his jeans. (laughs) But yeah, so that date obviously does not work out. So, chapter five, (laughs) they go on their date and it is not going well. It's not going (laughs) So picture you, if any of you have been on awkward first dates before, as I'm sure many of us have, Mm -hmm. they can't. There's no conversation happening. Yeah. Mark is just being so surface level. His real name is Marcus, but I'm calling him Mark. Yeah. Um, is being so surface level. And April is like, I hate small talk. Mm-hmm. Same girl. She's like, this is so painful to me to yeah. sit here. Yeah. And not talk about something really deep. See, I, for me, I can just talk about random shit. Oh, yeah. Me too. Um, And also, I'll just be like, this is fucking awkward. Like. Yeah, I have, just like bring it up. Yeah, say that it's awkward, then you like joke about it, and then yeah. like I don't know. I always feel like that gets like the ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and so they just like stare at each other. But there's a very fancy restaurant. Whenever mm-hmm. you go to a restaurant and you order like all the courses at once, and there's more than three courses, mm-hmm. I'm like that's the fanciest restaurant I have ever seen in my I've life. I've never even been to a restaurant like that. So oh, I don't think I feel like maybe once no. I have. I don't like going out places. <laughs> I like staying at home. Yeah, like, take out, take out. Um, so, but as they're talking, he does say certain phrases that make April think he may be hiding something. And we know yeah. April, she's a little digger. She, she, oh, it took me a second to comprehend uh, the geology. Child. Oh, you look That's so, what happened. You looked so shocked. I was like, did I say a bad word? Like, I was like, is that bad? Does that mean something else? Like, I didn't say gold digger. And I was like, what's happening? Okay, so she gets him to talk about the crew. Mm-hmm. She's like, tell me about. Well, of course, she's like, so, like, how did you prepare for your new year role as, yeah. like, Anais? And he's like, oh, and, like, I went to the gym for, like, months. <laughs> and she's like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay, actually... We may talk about this later, but I, once again, last week, I had told you guys that I was rewatching Twilight, mm-hmm. and I was talking with my one friend I was watching them with, and we were looking at Taylor Lautner and how just ripped he became in the role, and I honestly am like, I don't think human beings were meant to be that ripped. Yeah. Like, it's against human nature. Yeah. To eat a chicken leg every half hour. Yeah. Like, to eat, like, meat every half hour and, like, mm-hmm. work out. Mm-hmm. To eat so many calories because you have to keep... Re- that's not natural. Yeah. That's not natural. That's not normal. These poor actors, honestly. Honestly. Um, and so, anyway, back to the story. Yeah. <laughs> she gets him to talk about the crew, and he is so passionate about the crew. Like, the show wouldn't even be a thing mm-hmm. without these people. They taught me everything I know, all this stuff. And she's like, 
holy fuck. Yeah, that's hot. And he's so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Passion is hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. And that's another thing, too. Like, they just love how passionate each other, mm-hmm. like, they love how passionate that the other person is. the other person is for yeah. what they love to do yeah. and oh it's sexy and i mean it's sexy in real life yeah too. and so april's like i gotta go to the restroom and she goes and she's like oh, i'm a little warm yeah and then she's like i want to fuck him yeah. i want him yeah i want him so in between each chapter we get these fun little things like we get dms or we get mm-hmm. like scripts you know for for like the show that he's on or like an old movie script that marcus mm-hmm. has worked on or we get like um some of the fanfics that they write, you know, so it's really cute. Just like the little in between the chapters. Yeah. And so the in between, the one in this one is funny because it shows how the first season script of God of the Gates is like this really eloquent, beautiful scene of just this, oh goodness, mm-hmm. good writing, good storytelling, mm-hmm. good character building. And then it's the last, like the last script uh, for like the last season yeah. and it's like so bland and it's like get out woman fuck you like yeah. just totally different like they could tell yeah. that like the writers or whoever was on this did not give a fuck anymore about yeah. what they were doing and so on chapter six april goes back to the table and it's like okay i'm calm down mm-hmm. i'm not gonna jump him when i get back there i'll just sit yeah. down i'm not overheating <laughs> april talks about her work and mark is so turned on yeah he's got a redheaded cutie with great tits in front of him sheesh he's literally just like we need to we need to go out again we need to go out again i i i I have to see you again i have to see you Mm -hmm. again and she says no Ooh, Ooh, that's rough for him yeah why smacking like that (laughs) because no the snl (laughs) (laughs) okay perfect and so she says no and she says no because of her fanfics. And she finally tells him, she's like, I can't really date you because I write fanfics and I write sexy fanfics. Yeah. And it's you. Yeah. Like, it's you and my fanfics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that would be fucking weird, which I, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not really seeing him as a person. She's seeing him as the character that she has created for herself and mm-hmm. her fix, which, I mean, that can get really confused. So she's yeah. actually really emotionally mature and aware in this moment. And I'm mm-hmm. like, go April. Because so many other people would be like, I get to fuck Anias, which it's not Anias. Yeah. You know, it's just a it's character. Marcus. Yeah. yeah, it's Marcus. Um, and so she tells him who she is, but we all know, we know as the audience yeah. who Marcus is, and he's like, oh, fuck, because she said she gives him her fanfic name. Yeah. And it's like, he knows it is, and, so now, and now he's like, well, I have to see her again now. I mm-hmm. finally put a face to this woman that I've been in love with Yeah. for two years, if mm-hmm. not more. So in chapter seven... I mean, honestly, we wouldn't have a story if he told the truth. Um, so no. he doesn't tell her that he is Bond. Yeah. But he does open up about his dyslexia mm-hmm. and how ashamed his parents were of him. His parents were like these professors of like, I don't know, languages, like dead languages. And they. Something. Something like that. Something boring. Something boring. <laughs> no, if anyone studies language, yeah, there, you're really incredible. cool. That is you're so really incredible. cool. Yeah. But they're just really mean people. Yeah. And. They were ashamed of him, and they did not know how to teach a kid with dyslexia, and they couldn't accept mm-hmm. that they had a child with a learning disability, even though a learning disability doesn't mean you are any less smart yeah. than anyone else. Period. You just learn differently. Yeah. It's so... Oh, uh, anyway. Definitely able, baby. Yeah. And so, April says she knows someone with dyslexia, because Bond had told her that he has dyslexia, and she's like, he's the smartest person I know. He's the smartest person I know. And of course, Marcus is like, "Uh." (laughs) perfect, (laughs) perfect, perfect. So after he finally opens up with this comment, Mm -hmm. she's like, I'll go out with you. I'll go out with you again. So they agree to a second date. Mm -hmm. Um, And so April, like, you know, checks back on to, she goes home. um, She checks back on to the fandom site and she sees hundreds of fanfic stories about them. Some of them really hot, she says. Oh, God. And April tells Bon that she is the one who Mark took on a date. But we all know Marcus already knows this. Yeah. And Bon, not smooth, is literally like, oh, I got a new job, so I can't talk much, and blah, 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 blah. Um, I won't have a lot of internet, so this will be the last time we talk. Bye. You bitch. <laughs> he could have been so much smoother than that. Yeah. 
he was panicking. And at this time, Marcus tells his best friend Alex everything, and Alex is this off-the-handle, very fun character. He plays Cupid in the show, but he, uh, he, you don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah. He's a little crazy. Yeah. He's a little crazy. He's a wild child. Um, but he tells Alex everything, and Alex is like, oh my gosh, well, you can't tell her, Mm -hmm. because I'll breach the contract and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And while they're talking, April messages Bond and is like, I want you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you saw my picture on Twitter. Now that you know that's me, do you not want to talk to me anymore because of my body? Because that, really in- that is a really big insecurity for her. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. And she's like, she says the sweetest thing ever. She's like, is it because of, like, the date? Because if you would want to go out with me, I cancel. I cancel the date. <laughs> like if you want to go out with me but she was like if you were interested in me in that way i would cancel this date oh my god oh my god oh my god crying i know Sobbing. i could like i'm blushing I'm throw up. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh <laughs> and all he says is i can't bitch yeah <laughs> and so she's like okay well i got a life to live can't yeah, worry about this stupid man worry about no man <laughs> yeah she's a little hurt though mm-hmm um, yeah, so in chapter nine, Marcus, I believe, goes over to his parents' house, and we learn a little bit more about them, and they just do not know how to communicate with him. Yeah. At all. So his parents actually wrote, like, academic papers about how the Gods of the Gate TV show is bad, and, it, like, it's so... I mean, so I under- supportive. I, yeah, I mean, I understand it's their job, but, like, they just keep saying how, like, disappointed in him they are, and how they hate that show, and they just, like, won't even say his character name, and it's, like, he's been, like, even though, like, you know, the show has a bad ending, yeah. he was a great actor, and he's been up for a, a lot of awards for his mm-hmm. acting in this show, and it's, like, I can understand, like, as a parent, if you don't necessarily understand what your child loves mm-hmm. or, like, knows what to do, but you can still be supportive and not understand. Absolutely. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, the hardest thing is, is they have no idea how smart he is. Yeah. Because, like, just because he has dyslexia, which means jack shit, really. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, but whatever so on their on chapter 10 they go on their second date april Mm -hmm. and marcus and they go to a science museum i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna beat something up i'm gonna squeeze this pillow so hard that is so fun i love museums that's so fun and so they um you know get in an earthquake simulator and because she like you know she loves er- the idea of earthquakes and and uh, an earthquake. What is I'm that? Sorry, I forgot about this part, and now I'm remembering it, and I really like it. And he's actually lived through an earthquake. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, that's not really brought up, but yeah. I get. But he's like, I lived through an earthquake, and she's like, sexy. <laughs> and so they get in the earthquake simulator, and they almost kiss because it's throwing them around. Yeah. And he has to hold on to her. He does. Latch on, baby. And they open up even more to each other, just mm-hmm, like, and mm-hmm, she sees mm-hmm. that, you know, he's a little bit more than meets the eye. Yes. And we get a steamy, steamy kiss. Uh, Not in the earthquake simulator. They go no. to the, no, they go to the planetarium where it's dark and shit, you know. Okay, fun story. One time I was at a local museum and they have a planetarium there. And I was with my class in like sixth grade. I was at a really small school at the time. And... So there weren't many of us, but my one teacher fell asleep in the planetarium oh. right behind me. And I could just hear her soft snores. She's just like, <laughs> she working hard. I She's know. Like, ah. It's so funny though. Oh my gosh! Actually, my favorite field trip when I was little is we got to do um, a night at the museum. And my whole second grade class went and got to spend the night in a museum, and I slept, like, there was a T, they had, like, a life-size, like, animatronic T-Rex. Uh-huh. Not life-size, that would have been huge. <laughs> Giant fucking T-Rex, yeah. <laughs> A very big one. Uh-huh. And you, we could all, like, sleep around the T-Rex, and it oh roared and stuff. It was That's awesome. incredible. Jealous. So our teachers were supposed to fall asleep yeah. at that time. I don't know if, like, I forget, I know my mom came with us on that trip, but I can't remember, like, it, what teacher did, but mm-hmm. it was a good time. But anyway, back to the sexiness. <laughs> so we get a steamy kiss, and oh, I love it. 
it went in like a makeout scene when the girl like widens her legs and he like puts his leg his thigh in between he puts his dick right up yeah <laughs> no he puts his like thigh between her legs yeah <laughs> you're gonna make me so giggly today okay <laughs> so like she can like rub against him you yeah know? so hot so hot That's so hot thank you thank you for your service yeah, yeah thank you for your service <laughs> but they get caught by paparazzi they're like God. cameras flashing taking pictures of them and marcus this part, I totally forgot about this part on in my reread. Oh my god. Marcus distracts them by taking off his shirt. <laughs> he's like, he's like, whoa, it's like really hot out here, huh? And he like takes it off his shirt. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we didn't know that, you know, you, you were into museums. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'll do whatever the lady wants, you know what I'm talking about. And April's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like April's like, if you were acting for me. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Okay. She's so upset. And he puts on the dumb routine and, 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 you know, it makes sense. And she's like, he acts all the time. Like how, Mm -hmm. how can I trust that he's actually himself Mm -hmm. with me? Like we saw how great he does on his TV show. I see him literally switch on the dumb act, like the dumb act so quickly. Yeah. She's like, how can I trust him? So in the cab, um, they're talking and stuff, and he's like, I don't know what the fuck I did wrong, and she's, like, not really being communicative about it. With, you know, she could open up and just be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I feel but like you're, she's, like, faking right now, and I'm not into it. Yeah, but she has a lot of insecurities, and he has insecurities, because she's, he's like, oh, like, she, he, she probably thinks I'm not smart enough for her, because mm-hmm. my parents think I'm stupid. Just a lot of insecurities bumping up yeah. against each other. Yeah. But, in the cab. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, well, how about, you know, tomorrow you, you can come work out with me. And to her, you can't say that to her. That is a very big trigger for her. Yeah. And he doesn't know that yet, but that still doesn't invalidate how she feels in this moment. Mm -hmm. It still hurts her when he says Mm -hmm. that. Because it's exactly what her mother says. Yeah. And she gives him like one more and he's like, oh, and then we could get breakfast, you know, afterwards, you know. And she's like, what would you, well, what's good at the breakfast buffet? Mm-hmm. And he says, like, oatmeal, fruit, <laughs> gross stuff. Yeah. Healthy stuff. I mean, I want blueberry pancakes, baby. Yeah. Eggs, sausage. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Okay. And, you know, she truly thinks that he is fat shaming her yeah. in this moment, just basically being like, I can fix, like, you know, like, I have to fix this person, even yeah. though she doesn't like, need to be Like, let's work fixed. out together. Let's eat healthy foods together. Like, that's how he, like, goes about his days and like he like wants her to be a part of his day like that's how he eats that's how he lives his life so to him it's like Mm -hmm. not offensive but like to her it's like yes yeah and that's something they should talk about they don't talk about it now so chapter 12 mark cannot understand what he did wrong Mm-hmm. He can't understand it. Yeah. But he gets on the chats as Bon. Of course, he places himself as invisible. <sighs> and he sees that April has posted a thread. Basically, she starts out being like, you know, I've wanted to talk about this issue for years, but I didn't know how to begin. But you know what? I'm actually, I'm just going to come out and say it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to read it for you guys. So here's the thing. I'm fat. Very fat, in fact. Not merely chubby or curvy. Fat. A good part of the reason I was originally drawn to this particular OTP was, I think, for that reason. Lavinia's story resonated with me. Her character is, in fact, in neither book canon or show canon, but in book canon, as you know, she's described as unattractive in terms of conventional beauty. Several of Anais's men even call her ugly. As we've discussed many times, the choice of Summer Diaz, who's gorgeous, even without makeup, and in dull, unflattering clothing, to play Lavinia undercut the resonance of that storyline, but echoes of it are still there in the show, even so. I think I desperately needed to read and watch the story of a woman most considered homely or downright hideous could earn respect, admiration, desire, and eventually love from the man she desired and loved herself. I needed to witness how her character, her choices, and her words would come to mean more to him in the end than whether the rest of the world would call her pretty. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's just so much more, just like, honestly, from pages 155 to 158, she just like, truth bomb after truth yeah. bomb, and just basically saying how a lot of the fics she's read use the term fat to equal greedy, mm-hmm. use the term fat to equal lazy, or, you know, have, or just like not like- ugly, yeah. Yeah, or ugly, or being the villain, mm-hmm. and she's like, that's not really cool. Yeah. Like, you are fat shaming. Mm-hmm. by using terms like that by calling mm-hmm. a villain or someone ugly or anything like with the term fat mm-hmm. and for april she is okay with the term fat she calls herself yeah. fat 
And it shouldn't be seen as a negative term. Yeah. I call myself fat. Mm-hmm. It's just an adjective. It's like, so, it's like the same way someone else is skinny. Yes. Or the same way someone else is fit. I'm fat. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what she's kind of talking about. How like the community has put a negative tone on it and it shouldn't be negative. Yeah. You know? And she kind of ends the, ends the chat by saying like, so by asking me to go work out with you, by suggesting healthier choices, by always saying like, hey, this will look better on you or this will make you look thinner, like, that's not helpful. No. That's hurtful. Yeah. And she didn't ask for that. Yeah. You know? And so Bon is like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Though that's what I did. I understand now. She thought, even though he wasn't doing that, he wasn't mm-hmm. like, well, I wasn't doing that. He was like, I need to be more careful with my words, mm-hmm. which is amazing because, yeah. you know, he could have easily just been like, well, well I didn't, hurt, yeah. yeah, well, I didn't mean to say that and you wouldn't hurt your own feelings. Mm-hmm. He was like very respectful. And as Bond, he makes a post and like apologizes. But, you know, he doesn't really know what to do as Marcus. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he apologizes as Bond because he knows for a fact that he's done that in the fix that he sent to her. Yeah. You know, that had her read. So he apologizes for that, but he doesn't really know what to do in person as Marcus. Mm-hmm. And so in Chapter 13, April, you know, has a great time with her co-workers and um, she is still kind of really hurt, but, you know, she's on this trajectory upward and she's Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna worry about i'm just gonna do my own thing i'm Mm -hmm. girl bossing and so she has a great time with her co-workers at her new job but when she gets home she reads a fic by bon Mm -hmm. who he's not doing good about saying he doesn't have any internet yeah um so he writes a fic about bon reads a fic excuse me by bon about anias and lavinia's first love making and so as um i I read in like the excerpt excerpt Lavenia is not traditionally pretty, and mm-hmm. a lot of the men call her ugly in, mm-hmm. in the book. And when they are making love for the first time, he thinks that she is nervous about being naked in front of someone for the first time, so he blows out a candle. And for her, she's like, he doesn't want to see me. Mm-hmm. So he's blowing out the candle. And that's just, you know, she realizes Bond does kind of understand what he did. And she realizes that it was their insecurities kind of bumping up against each other. Yeah. But, I mean, she doesn't really say anything to Bond because she's kind of, like, kind of left Bond behind because she's, like, you know, he kind of lied to me. Yeah. Even though it's Marcus. But, you know, she decides to give Marcus another chance. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'll give Marcus another chance, you know, because he didn't know that that was my insecurity. And and hopefully, you know, he is like Bond and he will learn from it, even though he is Bond. So Mm -hmm. we know he will learn learn from it. And she reaches out, and he automatically, like, two seconds later, he's like, yeah, do you want to get donuts? We can go to every single donut place in this city. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, let's go. Yeah. And so on chapter 14, they're on their date. It's really cute. And April is finally like, you know, why? Why the act? Like, why why do you act this way? Like, you're so smart, and Mm -hmm. you're so passionate, and you're such a good actor. Like, why wouldn't you act this way? Mm -hmm. And so he, in chapter 15, he acted that way because... That's what everyone expected him to act like. Yeah. And then by the time he was, like, actually, you know, kind of in the public eye and gotten famous for this role, it was actually, like, kind of too late mm-hmm. to turn back. And the show runners of the show, you know, that do God of the Gays, which we learn are actually, like, super shitty people. Yeah. They're like, we want you to keep being, like, the, the headless heartthrob, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, basically just... We want you to keep playing this dummy. You're just here for the body, yeah. Yeah. That's basically, they basically tell him that. Mm -hmm. They weren't like, oh yeah, we picked you because you're such a good actor. They're like, we needed a pretty face, you know? And he's like, wow, that makes me feel terrible. Yeah. I will also say too, like, if someone like, uh, that I was romantically and, you know, sexually interested in, bears their heart out to me, I'm like, it's go time. (laughs) On God. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm like. Well, shit. Now yeah, we gotta got start sticking to Yeah, I gotta do <laughs> And they get hot and heavy. They get hot and heavy, but they are yeah. out in public, so we can't get too hot and heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And April's like, my house? You gotta go into my house? And he's like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, in chapter 16, her apartment sounds really cute, but she hasn't fully unpacked yet or anything, but, yeah. you know. So, they're in the kitchen, and Mark is like, you hungry? <laughs> because mm-hmm. it kind of like they kind of like you know lost the steam you know they were yeah. making out and you know they had to get in the taxi and, like, yeah, out. and so they're yeah, like okay they're not yeah, as hot yeah. as they Walk were the stand, yeah. and um she was like oh are you hungry and and then he says which i've actually oh this actually reminded me of a conversation actually me and my partner had um oh God. 
they spent all morning eating these donuts, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, like, do you want anything for lunch? Like, we can order pizza, all this stuff. And he's basically like, oh, you know, like, my workout regimen, I ate all those donuts, I'm probably just gonna eat, like, you know, some really bland and stupid the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I literally had that conversation. <laughs> like, we had ice cream, and he's like, well, you know what, I'm just gonna probably eat, like, you know, salad. And I'm like, that's so sad. Yeah. But he also says to her, like, you can eat whatever you want, which, like, you know, my partner has also said to me, so. Yeah. But I can understand still being like, you don't want to eat pizza with me, like, you yeah. know. <laughs> but we get it. We get it. Um, And he's like, if you're hungry, like, we, you can totally eat. Like, you know, like, I don't want you, mm-hmm. to, I don't want my lifestyle to affect your lifestyle, you know, yeah. like, nothing. And she's like, well, I am hungry, but not for food. Not no. for food. Not for food. He's got a different, different craving. <laughs> different craving. And so, ooh, explicit. We're going to explicit. And so, on the kitchen counter, he makes her come with his hand. Oh, fucking yeah. And then, like, staring her right in the eyes, after she comes on his hand, he licks his of fingers right in front of, of her. Of <laughs> So, in chapter 17, um, we get, like, the sex in the bedroom, and he eats her out. Mm-hmm. But after, he just, like, feels her body there's this like whole scene of him just like feeling her body mm. and, he, and she's feeling his body and you know he eats her out almost to climax mm-hmm. and then oh my god this is really hot he lets her ride him Ugh, ah! god and so oh it's really hot because he's like i just yeah. want to see you moving above me yeah oh my gosh angie yeah. hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh. So after this just magnificent lovemaking, mm-hmm. they cuddle and she just knows like, well, actually it's really funny because they cuddle and she's like, I know I like this now, but I know it's going to get overwhelming. Like I will need to have him get off me. Like, yeah. yeah but yeah. she's like, right now it's okay. Um, Same Z's. I'm like, like, can you just not touch me for a second? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jay's, I love you, but stay over there. Yeah. Um. So they, and she just knows like he loves her body. He like, no, well, he like, he likes to ride. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that they're to the I love you stage yeah. yet, but she knows that he's there for a while. And it's like, you can't yeah. really act those feelings. Yeah. You, like, can't, you can't fake body responses like that. No, no way. And so in chapter 18, um, they kind of have another little heart to heart. And we kind of get like the conversation that we were a little, talking about a little bit earlier. Mark says that he is afraid that she likes his character mm-hmm. and not him. And she says, like, I totally understand why you think that, but it's not true. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, she's actually stopped writing fix about Anias as him. And she's starting mm-hmm. to use, like, the book Anias. Because mm-hmm. um, the book Anias actually looks different than what Marcus actually looks like. Yeah. And she's like, it'd just be too intimate. And, like, I under, like I'm not doing that. And so yeah. he's really happy about that. Yeah. He's like, yay, she likes me for she me. She likes me for Marcus. Yeah, not for Anias. For yeah. Marcus. And, you know. So in chapter 19, a couple weeks passed. And he still he still hasn't told April that he's Bond, you know, Ugh. and and we also learned that Alex Lomister Wild Boy gets mm-hmm. a handler because mm-hmm. he's a loose cannon. Yes, he's a loose cannon. And we also learned that someone is leaking show scripts, and so they're gonna they're they're batting down the hatches. They're like, mm-hmm. we're gonna find who's leaking and saying you know stuff about our show. And Marcus yeah. is like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But everyone in April's life likes Marcus, and everyone in Marcus's life likes April. They like mm-hmm. them together. They make sense. And Alex is still just like, well, just never tell her. And I'm like, you can't do that. I don't yeah. know. I just like, I'm like, Marcus, what is your end game? Like, when are you going to tell her? Yeah. Like, you can't. I don't know. Yeah, I would have told her on the first date, just because I'm the type of person, though. It'd as be soon like, as she was like, oh, this is my name, I'd be like, hey, you can't tell anybody this, but I'm Bond. Yeah. Like, you can't tell anybody, though. Yeah, maybe not on the first date, but I think, like, after she... I'm just a very blunt person. Yeah, though, yeah. So. But you're not allowed. He's not allowed to even have a fanfic page. But you tell. I would tell. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think I would wait after a couple of dates, probably. I would make her sign, like, an NDA or something. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really scary. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. an NDA. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so in Chapter 20... She lets him read some of her fanfic. They fuck. Mm-hmm. They have to. Because he's so turned on. God. Yeah. It's erratic. And she opens up about Bond. And, and you know, she and she talks about how much, like, she misses him. That's and when you open up about him. That's when you, that's a perfect door. There was, there's, I think that's the second time 
that I was like, and perfect opportunity for you to be like, oh shit, by the way, Isn't I'm so funny? sorry I didn't tell you. I bought. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like a dick for it, but I just couldn't tell you because of this reason. And she seems like a very reasonable person. She'd be like, oh, I'm kind of hurt right now, so I need some space. But then like, yeah, I don't know. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, he opens up to her about how shitty his parents are and that's when we learn about how they wrote a paper on how bad the show was. Um, yeah. There are actually some notes about forgiveness that I actually kind of wanted to read. I don't know how to forgive them, he says. And then later on the page, she says, we can talk about that if you want, or I can simply listen, or we can stay like this if the silence would help. That's so good. Mm-hmm. She was like, what do you need from me? Like, I'm not yeah. going to dish out advice. I'm not going to tell you what to think. Yeah. I'm not going to try and... and, and meaningless words in your head like it's all be okay or you know everything you know i'm just gonna what do you need which i think was like that was amazing um and then she says something later on i don't think forgiveness is something that can be owed especially if that forgiveness forgiveness hasn't been earned even if the person who hurt you is also someone who loves you you can choose to offer it, but you don't owe it to anyone, mm-hmm. not even your parents. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Olivia, Olivia. That is something I learned in therapy mm-hmm. that was mind-blowing to me. I don't have to forgive people if I don't want to forgive them. Mm-hmm. Because I was not taught that way. Yeah, so I just thought that was pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. A pretty powerful thing to think about for all y'all out there. And, you know, after this just really heartfelt moment, Marcus is like, I really can't let her go now. Mm-hmm. I, I can never tell her I'm Vaughn. Yeah, he's like, I can never tell her. You stupid bitch. <laughs> I called him a bitch. I called him a bitch. Yeah, I'm like, Marcus. But then also I can understand maybe it's not now is the perfect time to be like, oh, by the way, um, I'm Vaughn. Sorry, I lied to you. Um, yeah. Will you forgive me? Like, you know, like, uh, oh my gosh. Um. Also, okay, sorry, I keep talking about forgiveness, but I think also, too, like, sometimes forgiveness is, like, I feel, and and I think maybe this is kind of near the end of the story, forgiveness sometimes takes power away from the person that's hurt, too. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's, like, a power exchange there. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I feel like once you choose to forgive someone or once you choose not to forgive someone, like, that's your choice, and being told to forgive someone is not... Mm-hmm. is not a, a, a good yeah, thing your power of choosing your power. is taken away yeah. yeah it's your power and over your feelings and how you think about the situation like mm-hmm. yeah and i think they do kind of go into that later in the story because um I'll, i guess i'll get there when i get there but <laughs> in chapter 21 april helps marcus with scripts and do you remember this part they have this game where he's like i've read all these scripts mm-hmm. and he's like you have three um chances to see like which one is my top script and with every one you get right i i'll take off an article of clothing i don't remember this <laughs> do you don't remember this no. i didn't remember it either until my reread but yeah she he's basically like for every script you choose right mm-hmm. for what what i want to do i'll yeah. take off an article of clothing mm-hmm. which she she likes it i'd be like okay i guess <laughs> yeah and so they actually get this really cool script about, like, I think it's set in the 1920s of this Victorian era, and, like, the female is, like, a reformed detective, and he's a male prostitute, and they solve crimes together, and I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. Like, yeah. where's that book? Where's that show? Yeah. And that's it. That's his big one. And he, and during this, like, exchange, her mom calls, and her mom is like, oh, I want to invite you and Marcus to my birthday lunch. Um, and, like, April gets all these flashbacks of her mother would throw her extravagant birthday parties. Mm-hmm. But she would always say, like, one cheat day a year. You can eat whatever you want on your birthday. You know, mm-hmm. one cheat day. You know, which is, like, that's shitty to be, like, your birthday's a cheat day. Like. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like. Yeah. And, you know, and her mom kind of starts to talk about her father. And April automatically shuts her off and this is the second time that we have like kind of heard a little bit about april's father and april automatically shuts her mom down she's mm-hmm. like i don't want to hear about it so we 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 know that april does not have a good relationship with her father mm-hmm. won't even talk to him mm-hmm. and you know after that you know april's like really kind of sullen and just very like in her head you know marcus is like what can i do for you and she's like i want you to um 
fuck me with mm-hmm. all the lights on. Yeah. Blaring. Like, and mm-hmm. I want you to look me in the eyes the whole time. Look mm-hmm. at me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's hot. Like, <laughs> but I, I also understand it's very emotional too. Yeah. I have to have at least one light on. Sure. Because I have to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then Marcus is like, yeah, I will. I will do that. As long as we can make love afterwards with all the lights on. Mm-hmm. Which I just thought that was, like, really powerful. We don't see those scenes, but I think that conversation was, like, enough to yeah. be like, oh, we get it. It was, yeah. like, it was like, their time. Yeah. It was their time together. Yeah. <laughs> it was their time. It was their time. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. I thought it was, like, the most gentle lovemaking. Like, I feel like. Oh. At first it was, first like. First it was. Railing <laughs> her into the fucking like, mattress. The so- yeah. The, like, it's, Head like, the bang, sofa, yeah. like, hitting the wall. Yeah. And this one was just, like, very gentle. Yeah. Like, very honestly, slow, like, barely, yeah. barely many movement. Just, like, the connection. Yeah. Yeah. And so, in chapter 22, April, you know, confesses that her parents, especially her father, are ashamed of her. But that's not really what she's scared of. What she's scared of the most is that they're going to love Marcus. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're going to love you so much more than me. Yeah, because he's fit. And that's, that's... Oh my god. I can't even really like fathom. Yeah. You know, like what that feels like. Yeah. And I'm very blessed to have not had that happen to me, but like my heart just breaks in that yeah. moment. You know, like ugh, it's so sad. And you know, Marcus in his head cuz these two still aren't really great at communication yet. Mm-hmm. Marcus is like instead of asking her what she wants from me for this party, I'm just going to put on my my dumb actor. Like I'm going to put I'm going to play the part that her parents want and keep all of their attention on me and not on April. Mm-hmm. which I understand what he's coming from, but he should have asked her. Yeah. And April should have said what she wanted too. Yeah, absolutely. So in chapter 20, 20, 20, <laughs> in chapter 23, the party doesn't go well. Mark is like BFFs with her dad and her mom like brings up weight loss surgery at the table, like right in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you know, like you could put this slip on. And it would look better in the photos. And April's like, I fucking hate slips and I don't like wearing them. And mm-hmm. the mom's like, well, you could also, like, there's weight loss surgery. What the fuck? Yeah. And and Marcus doesn't say anything to her parents. I would be parents. so mad. I would be like, you spooky bitch. Like, <laughs> like he doesn't say anything. And yeah. But, but April, April is a boss ass bitch. Mm-hmm. And she's emotionally aware and she's beautiful mm-hmm. inside and out. Mm-hmm. And she stands up and she's like, mom. I need to talk to you in the back room. Mm-hmm. And she says, first off, one, I never want to see dad again. And if mm-hmm. we are going to have a relationship, dad is not going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And two, she tells her mom, if you bring up weight loss, I'm cutting off the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, I will I will talk with you. And if you can't help bringing it up, we will not have a relationship anymore. Period. Which, whoa, that's hard. Period. You know, to set up those boundaries. You know, we love setting up boundaries. Mm-hmm. We advocate setting up boundaries. But we also understand how hard they are. And she's so brave in this moment. Mm-hmm. She's so brave. And we do learn, like, her mom has her own history. Like, her mom was plus-sized, you know, before she met the dad. And the dad, like, made her, you know, become this person that she's not. Yeah. You know, and honestly, like, kind of, like, ruin her fucking life mm-hmm. by taking away everything like that is her you know mm-hmm. and making her into this whole other person yeah. saying she wasn't good enough the way she was yes oh gross and so they her and marcus leave and marcus is like right there and he like tries to grab her hand and she's like don't touch me like do do not touch me right now mm-hmm. which I, I i get that um and in chapter 24 they have this like really kind of a really good conversation where she's like, I know I didn't tell you what I needed, mm-hmm. so you don't have to apologize for how you acted, but that was really hurtful to me. Like, I didn't really want you to do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to back me up, be on my side, Absolutely. you know? And she's like, I understand I didn't say that, and yeah. that was on me. So that was, like, kind of cool that yeah. she kind of was like, you know. Yeah. And Marcus was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't know. Like, I mm-hmm. should have asked all this stuff. And he, yeah. and he lets it slip that, like, I know you've been fat shamed before, by dates. And how April- do you even know that? <laughs> April hasn't told Marcus that. Uh-huh. But she's told someone that. Who oh, what was that guy's name Where that was, was online that maybe should have been honest about his real self? Ugh. And she's like, How the hell 
did you know that? And he finally comes clean. And he's like, I'm Bucanias would never. Yeah. <laughs> and in chapter 25, of course, April is very angry. She yeah. is pissed. And, you know, she kind of actually gets to the root of the problem. She tells Marcus that he is so scared of losing things that he can never be his true self around anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, he's so scared of losing his career that he won't let his true self shine. Mm -hmm. He's so scared of, you know, losing April that he was like, I can't tell her the truth. You know, all this stuff. You know, he's like, yeah, it's a pretty sad scene and he Mm -hmm. drives her home and is like i'll get all my stuff out of your apartment and she's like i really well they go kind of bow back to the forgiveness thing he's like do you think you can forgive me for this and she's Mm -hmm. like not right now yeah not right now not right now and so in chapter 26 we mark is a really sad boy yeah and he thinks about a rock that april gave him and he stares at it (laughs) and he's like man i miss her and how much she loved rocks (laughs) At me and, next time. <laughs> Jesus. And Alex is coming over and they get drunk and that's pre- pretty much about it for that chapter. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, everyone's getting ready for the con of the gates. April, you know, misses Marcus. And she even says, like, I love Marcus. Mm-hmm. I love him. But I can't forgive him yet. Mm-hmm. I can't forgive him yet. And in chapter 27, at con, Marcus kind of is being a little creeper, but he goes to get ice, but he spots April and, like, literally watches her, like, check yeah. in, walk to the elevator, and he's, like, dun-dun, like, yeah. just, like, watching her <laughs> from, like, the upper of the hotel. Yeah. And um, he gets this, like, really cruel email from Ron, and I guess Alex had gotten in a little tiff because, and this kind of actually explores more in, um... The second book is actually about Alex and Lauren. And so you get a little bit more of what goes on in this interaction. But long story short, Ron and RJ, who are the showrunners, very shitty people, Mm -hmm. they hire a handler for Alex. Mm -hmm. And they email everyone saying, like, you know, everyone has to be on their best behavior. You know, we can't have anyone messing up stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. scripts are already being leaked. We're going to find who did it. But at the end of the email, they say, oh, Alex had... A female had tried to take a picture with Alex and kept touching his butt. Mm-hmm. And Lauren, like, grabbed her hand and, like, threw it off and was like, he said not to do that. He's clearly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And the fan was literally like, you're an ugly bitch. Like, why would he yeah. want you? His handler's plus size as well. Yeah. yeah. And Lauren was like, what? And, like, she wasn't going to say anything because she's her comments like that. Like, but Alex is mm-hmm. like, I don't want you to be a fan of my show and you're not a fan of me. Fuck you. Like, basically, yeah. which you cannot say that. You, well, I mean, you should say that. Yeah, but, absolutely. But Ron is like, you can't say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, which like. You can't stand up for people. Yeah, like, and at the end of this email, it basically says, I'm sorry that your handler's so ugly. I wish we could, like, change it. Or, like, you know, we could put a paper bag over her head, but yeah. it wouldn't change the rest of her. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> and they CC'd Lauren on it. Like, they didn't even hide this from yeah. her. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And it, Listen, Ron, I'm gonna put a plastic bag on your head. Okay? <laughs> yeah, and then tie it tight and throw you in the river. <laughs> Then you'll see what this fat body can do. I'm going to crush you, bitch. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, Mark is watching Alex and he's afraid because Alex is completely still not breathing. Like, he's just like, I'm fine. (laughs) And Mark's just like, shit, like, we have to go to a question answer session. They're like, what are are you going to do? And he's like, I'm fine. Everything's perfect. I'm fine. And they go into their question and answer session and everything kind of goes as normal. But at the end, they ask Alex, like, what he thinks of the show. And Alex... Big (laughs) mistake. And Alex (laughs) grabs the mic and is like, if you want to know what I think of the show, you can check out my fanfics at this name. Because I think, basically saying, like, I hate the way the show is written. I wish I could rewrote it. I hate what they did to my character. And fuck Ron and RJ is basically just, like, throw it down. Yeah. And Marcus is like, oh, no. Because, like, Uh Alex... Alex doesn't give two shits what other people think. No, and he doesn't and care that he's going to get sued. He yeah. doesn't get sued. And Marcus can't. I mean, like, this could be a time where Marcus is like, um, I'm booking nice, but never. And I also... Yeah. No, he was like, 
He does not say anything. And so April does not go into this question and answer session because mm-hmm. she she does she doesn't want to see him. She, she doesn't want to see can't. him. She doesn't want to see yeah. him. But in chapter 28, we learn that Marcus has um, gone online as a new writer and he writes under Anais Loves Lavinia. And she read all of his fics that he wrote under this new name. And, you know, she's just like, oh, I feel like he really does love me and he really is sorry. You know? Mm-hmm. And so Alex is now blacklisted. Like, yeah. It, all the emails were saying, like, no one's going to work with Alex again. Yeah. Like, that's, and that was what Marcus was afraid of, you mm-hmm. know. But Alex doesn't really care. Alex yeah. is like, I got to go find Lauren. And I'm like, yeah. Alex, you better stop. Alex? <laughs> Alex? Yeah, I'm like, you better stop. Okay. <laughs> gonna yeah. make me act up. Yeah, you're gonna make me act up. <laughs> and so Marcus goes to the co- the cosplay contest. And, you know, um, April would not let him see her costume Mm -hmm. and she's like it's a secret it's a secret and he's like okay whatever and she comes out and she's not dressed as lavinia she's dressed as anais and lavinia together she's like a warrior princess queen otp and he's like i love you so much (laughs) he's like i wish i could be with you (laughs) he's like i know i know i have to give you time um and just, like, this act of just, like, not, like, defiant, but I guess it is a defiance. Just this act of just truthfulness that April has. Um, he's like, you know what? I want to be truthful, too. I'm going to be truthful to myself. So he emails his parents mm-hmm. and says, if you can't accept me, like, as I am, and if you can't support me in this, I, I don't want a relationship with you. Like, I have a learning disability. And yeah. it doesn't make me, it like, doesn't make stupid. Me... It doesn't make yeah. me worthless. Like Yeah. And then he finally tells a reporter that he's going to give her a full interview. And the, and the reporter, the reporter was actually in the beginning that mm-hmm. we get a little, she's like, hey, like, can you tell me? And she can see that there might be something. And he's like, I'm going to give you a full interview. And she's like, can I be honest? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. She's like, it's about fucking time. Like, yeah. she's like, it's about time yeah. that, you're, you're, that you are truthful. And so in this last chapter, April, I forgot to say this, but April was asked to lead a panel with the woman who, with the actress who plays Lavinia mm-hmm. in the show. And this um, plus-size girl, actually, let me go first. So in Marcus's panel, before Alex is, like, mm-hmm. blowing the shit up, yeah. this couple comes up, and the girl is, like, and this boyfriend can go get fucked. I, he's stupid. Um, and the boyfriend is, like, oh, she, the girlfriend is, like, me and my boyfriend have a, have a thing going. Like, I think you actually dated April. And he thinks it was just a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, that's nasty. Like, but yeah. Anyway, and Marcus is, of course, like, he's like, I had the privilege of being with this wonderful, gorgeous, smart uh, woman. Uh, uh. And he's like, I, I, I was a privilege for me to have dated her. Just you know, kiss. you know. And so, fa- flash, fast forward, flash <laughs> forward. We get to the last chapter, and April's leading the panel, like I said, and a plus size girl comes up. And it's like, it meant so much to me to see you with someone like Marcus. Mm -hmm. And I just, I really, are you guys still together? And April knew what she was really asking, which actually goes back to what the acknowledgement said. It's like, can someone like me be happy? Can someone like me be desired? Can someone like me be loved? Yeah. And April is like, I really want to give her a good answer. You know, you know, I really want to, and she understood and she was like, you know what, like, I can't really say, like, what Marcus in my relationship is, but I can promise you that it's not because of my body. He loves my body. I promise. Mm -hmm. And Marcus is actually in the crowd, and he's like, can I say something real quick? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, we're not broken up. I want to be with you. Like, basically, just like, I gotta say something. He's like, I love you. I love you so much. And it's really beautiful. And she's like, I love you. And they kiss in front of everyone launching oh, yeah. a thousand fix as the line says yes. their kiss and so epilogue she chooses to forgive him mm-hmm. things are dicey with the parents but they're trying yep mm-hmm. and we're not exactly sure how it's gonna go but we see that some people are trying mm-hmm. and marcus actually wrote a new movie based on like the classic poetry that gods of the gates was made out made 
or the, the, the classic lore mm-hmm. that Gods of the Gate, the book series was written off of. And mm-hmm. the E. Wade, who is the author of God of the Gates, yeah. emails Marcus and is like, honestly, love the movie. You were the only reason I kept watching that show. You're amazing. Yeah. Let's do it. And happily ever after, they're together and everyone's happy. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Uh, final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I actually have forgotten a lot of what happened in this book, but mm-hmm. I also see how much I've changed since I first read this. Okay. Um, like, I feel like when I first read... Thank you. <laughs> I was, like, piling up my sticky notes. Um, it really made me think this time around. It really mm-hmm. made me think of, like, being true to yourself mm-hmm. and respecting what your body wants and needs. Yeah. And being kind to others Mm -hmm. and what forgiveness means. Like my definition of forgiveness has changed since the first time I've read this, you know? And and so Mm -hmm. that was interesting too, to read it again with like a different light for Mm -hmm. through all the growth that I've done. Um, It's just a really, it's a really powerful (sighs) book. I think it is really powerful. It's such a good story. I think it's really powerful. I... I 100% advocate this book. If you're a plus size person, specifically Mm -hmm. a plus size woman who has those insecurities that A, it's completely normal to feel those insecurities, but B, like you are worth everything. Mm -hmm. You're worth all the attention. You're worth all the adoration. And this book definitely reminds me of that because I do try to be a bad bitch, but sometimes those insecurities do like still kind of eat away at me. And this book is just such a incredible reminder to like, no, I am worth it. And, like, someone who's worth my time will yes. find me. Like, yeah. that's, it's so key. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, and it speaks to all insecurities, too. Mm-hmm. Like, not just about our body or our physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, but our insecurities about, like, how we think, you know, and just, like. Yeah, and, like, if we think we're stupid, like. Yes, yeah. Having a learning disability doesn't make you stupid. It just yeah. makes you, like, different. And that's great. Yeah, because like, I, I very much, you know, identified with. Marcus in a lot of the book of just being like Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone I just want I don't want anyone to leave me so I'm going to pretend to be like what they want me to be and and now it's too late to be my true self Mm -hmm. because you know and I just I really resonate especially with his learning disability as well like spending Mm -hmm. so much of my childhood being like oh I'm just stupid and I am so far Mm -hmm. behind everyone else when really it was like no like I just need to look at things a different way you need to be taught in a different way yeah and that doesn't make me any less yeah smart or worthy yeah and so it's a great book olivia great book olivia Olivia. we love you oh my god thank you for writing such a good book yeah um so what do you what well where on the steamy scale would you put this book okay what are your ratings on the steamy scale um 7.3 7.3 interesting i think it wasn't like it was definitely romantic leading which i like Mm -hmm. I really liked the first scene, the scene in the kitchen. I thought that was so hot. Yeah. Um, And I really liked just the conversation leading up, like, fuck me with all the lights on. I really liked that. Um, But I wouldn't say the scenes were, like, hot and heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, they were very um, tasteful. Yes. So I would say 7.3. Yeah. I would give this book an overall, I would say, a 6.7. And then in the okay. steamy parts, again, like you said, it's just very tasteful and it's, it's not crass. Mm-hmm. I'm used to very crass things. and That's very, like, like the cock. Things. Yeah. In the- Dick and balls. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> so I'm just going to stick with an overall and specific score of 6.7. Yeah. That's the score. That's my steamy scale for this book. Ooh, that's the steamy scale. Yeah. Um, I would say if you want, um. Any recommendations? The second book in the series um, is called All the Feels, and mm-hmm. that is about Alex and Lauren. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as Spoiler Alert. Yeah. Um, I gave I gave Spoiler Alert a 5 out of 5 on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. 5 out of 5 stars, yeah. baby. I gave Spoiler Alert a 4. Ooh! I did. I did, I did at the time. Um, and All the Feels, I gave a 3. Um, okay. I think... We could do an episode on that if you guys want to. Yeah. Um, I liked I, I liked the book. Um, 
And I really liked Alex. Mm-hmm. I thought the relationship between him and Lauren felt a little forced. Like, I thought, like, with spoiler alert, it just felt very, very natural. Like, Marcus and mm-hmm. um, April yeah, just kind of came together. But, of course, all love stories are different, too. And, yeah. and, and Alex and Lauren's love story might just not have spoken to me at the time I read it. And I yeah. feel like if I read it again, it may speak to me in a different way. You know, yeah, that's the absolutely. magic of art and the magic of reading yeah. books and reading. Um, they, she does have... Um, the third book in this series coming out. Ooh. It's called Shipwrecked. Okay. Shipwrecked. And it is about, um, we're very excited about, I'm very mm-hmm. excited about this one. But it's about two co-stars on Gods of the Gates that had one really magical yes. night together before yep. they knew they were working together. Mm-hmm. And then they realized, well, we can't have a showman, so we can't be together. We don't want to make it awkward for us. We don't make yeah. it awkward for everyone. So one yeah. of them's like, I'm just going to pretend the night never happened. Mm-hmm. So the other one's like, well, maybe he doesn't remember. Yeah. And so it's, but they want to fuck each other hard. They, they so want to go literally to like, each other's bodies. It's literally like years and years of foreplay. Like, oh. Oh my gosh. God. So I'm very excited for that one. Um, but I feel like I recommend this series a lot. Let me look it up really quick. Um, it's by Kathy Yardley, the Fandom Hearts trilogy. Mm-hmm. Not trilogy, the Fandom Hearts series. series. Yeah. But there is one book in particular in it that is a lot like this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the second book in the series is called One True Pairing. Mm-hmm. And it is a lot like this one. It is about the lead actor on a popular TV show needs a fake girlfriend. So he literally picks the girl closest to him, which is this barista. And he's like, do you want to be my fake girlfriend? And she's like, I guess. And she doesn't yeah. really know who he is. And she doesn't really yeah. care. Um, It's cute. It is really yeah. cute. But it's along, it's really along the same veins as like movie star guy. Yeah. Girl that doesn't really care about fame, just, like, loves the story, loves the fandom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, do you have a song for this? I don't have a song for this, actually. Oh, shoot. Let me just take a quick gander through my Yeah, take a quick songs. gander through. I don't have, I don't have a, a, a song for them. I might have had one when I read it the first time. Yeah. Maybe About Damn Time from Lizzo. Okay! That's a good one. I think, yeah, I don't know why. They do talk about Lizzo playing on the radio when they That's when true. she gets in the taxi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about damn time. I just really yeah. love that song right now yeah. too as well. So. Good, we love Lizzo. Ugh. We love Lizzo here. Yeah. Yeah, well, that That's, was spoiler, that spoiler alert. What are we reading next week, Angie? Okay, next week I'm once again taking the reins to complete another book of the Brown Sister series. This time I'm doing the first book, which is called Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, it made me melt. It made me melt on the inside. It made me cream my jeans. It Save it for the pot! Save <laughs> I'm saving it. it. I'm pot. saving it. So tune in next week if you want to hear me absolutely go a little bit feral. So. Yeah. <laughs> we love it when you go feral. Oh god. Yeah. Don't talk right. Have a good week. Yeah, have a good week, you guys. Bye. <laughs>